This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Today, another sexually explicit all-ages drag show in Texas. Memphis police officers charged with second-degree murder of Tyree Nichols and the feds prosecute a doctor who helped parents evade vaccine mandates for their children. We've got all of that and more coming up, and it all starts right now. Welcome to the news and why it matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez and I am joined today on this very cold, blustery day in Dallas by Alex Stein, Blaze TV host of Primetime with Alex Stein, which you will see on your television screens coming very soon. Uh, We are also joined by Matthew Peterson, host of The Matthew Peterson Show, who is... No stranger to the program. You've been on before, but it's been a while. Oh, yeah. It's so been too long. Yeah, yeah, we're happy that you're back, and we're happy that you uh, braved the roads to, to come here, not because the roads are that bad yet, but because Texans don't know how to drive in cold weather. Yes. Well, A, nothing can stop me from coming to the Sarah Gonzalez show. It's going <laughs> to happen regardless. The rain and shine. Yeah. And B, yes, you are correct. Uh, no one in Dallas knows how to deal with the elements. That's okay. We deal with it. Yeah, I, 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 so I was like, I'm not taking the freeway going home. Not because I'm scared of the freeway, but mm. because I'm scared of the idiots on the freeway, mm. and I just want to avoid them. Well, I drive a Toyota 4Runner, and I don't know if you guys are familiar, but the Taliban was actually able to beat the United States military <laughs> driving only Toyotas. So I, I'm not worried. If the, if the Taliban can use Toyota 4Runners to beat the U.S. government, I think I'll be fine with my 4Runner in the snow. On your, on your ice. On the, the ice. The little ice. Um, so I want to get to this, to this drag show that uh, I said so for those of you who are unaware of the the geography here in Texas this is from Princeton Texas it is um, outside of McKinney it's pretty rural I would say Mm -hmm. Um, not a place where you would think to find something like this especially after uh, myself going there um, and seeing the area it definitely is not a place that you would expect to see a drag show Um, But there was one. Now, this took place at the city's one of their community centers, which there was some some mix up about that that I saw um, from some other people. So this used to be a church and it was no longer a church. And the the land and the building was up for, you know, for purchase. And so the city purchased the old church building still kind of looks like a church, but is not a church. This one. But there have been others that have taken place in actual churches. Uh, so, but at least this one was a city community center, which is still kind of a problem. But, um, but you'll notice in this clip that I'm playing for you here in Princeton, Texas, you have a very feminine-looking bearded drag queen who is uh, raising his beer and saying cheers to those, again, if there are children present. To, whole point is that this is not family-friendly, so make sure your children are not in the room. But he's like... Hey, cheers to those who lick us where we pee. Yay, watch. All right, now, I'm gonna do a quick little cheers that I normally do. I mean, I know there's little babies here, but. What? Close your ears. 
this is just a tradition that all shows normally do. So raise your glasses. Cheers to you. Cheers to me. Cheers to the ones that lick us where we pee. Yeah. Wow. Unbelievable. Yeah, no, I would um, I would encourage everyone to go to um, my social media to watch the full video that, well, the full video that I posted because um, they, they're later, of course, children are tipping these drag queens that are prancing back and forth. And then at the end, one of the drag queens throws all of his money um, up in the air and it lands on the ground and the children run up to collect the tip money for the drag queen to give back to him. And of course, it's appears to be, well, I don't know if she's single, but she was there by herself, a white woman who is giving her kids these dollar bills to tip two young sons and a, a young daughter to tip these grown men wearing makeup. Now, what struck me as odd, and I, I wanna get uh, your, your take on this gentleman, but what struck me as odd is I went there. Obviously, we all know what I was there to do, right? It's what I do. I went there. They somehow rooted me out. Somehow. <laughs> I did like you wear to a big disguise? You didn't I like to try to wear, yeah. so yeah, yeah. I did sort of wear a disguise, but mm -hmm. not like my, my previous ones because I didn't want to be too, like I can't, mm -hmm. once you wear a pink wig, you can't really wear it again. Yeah, it's hard is to, the thing, yeah, you know? Yeah. So, so Green, somehow. Yeah. yeah, you need to have every I'm blue. not going to say on air <laughs> which color is the next one that I'm wearing, um, but uh, they rooted me out. I, was, I, I got inside for a little bit and they, they kicked me out. So you would think, well, they wanted to be very secretive about it. Well, no, they posted the whole darn thing on their Facebook page. They live streamed it. So I'm like, why did you kick me out if you were just going to show the world that you're sexualizing children anyway? Well, I have, to, I have to butt in because this is the thing. This is happening in Princeton, Texas, which you would think would be a conservative area. But Texas has become a battleground state mm -hmm. for a lot of this just drag culture war. Because, listen, you just nailed it best. I mean... They want attention. They want to film this. They want people mm -hmm. to see. And then, you know, the way that he was just so ostentatious, like, lick me where I pee, right? Knowing, I mean, two sentences before said, mm -hmm. I know there's a baby here. I know there's children. So it's like, wow, they're not even hiding it. And then when you go to try to expose it, you almost don't even have to. They're going to expose themselves. Right, right. Yeah, they're proud of it. They're waving it in your face. Mm -hmm. I, so, I mean, two things. One is, and this can't be emphasized enough, which is why this is the Lord's work. However many <laughs> wigs it takes. Yeah. <laughs> um, everyone needs to realize in red states, this is the real problem. Yep. The problem yeah. is not the Californians coming in. Mm -hmm. The problem is, or the New Yorkers coming in. The problem is, you know, the bearded dragon next door yeah. uh, or the, the tranny next door. I mean, this, yeah. this is happening in your schools here. So red state complacency has to end. Everyone needs to realize this is just happening. It needs to be dealt with directly. Mm -hmm. That's the second point. And I don't know where to go with this. I have racked my brain about it. A, I know what you're doing is important. Like, we have to do that. We have mm -hmm. to show this is what's happening. It's happening right in your schools, happening right down the block from you. Everywhere you live in red state America, it's not just over on the coast. It's right here. It's right now. And it's happening. Okay, next step. I have a problem thinking about what to do other than things that I can't say on the air, yeah, you know, yeah. and, and, Legal. And, and, yeah. and so the, in between that, there's, there's got to be a host of options that start to shame or punish or push out this. And one of the things might be, uh, you know, just calling up and shaming everyone involved right, right. around it, yep. their families, everyone who owns these structures, every political figure, everyone in their family who's associated and say, why are you OK with grooming kids? Why are you OK with sexualizing children? Um, okay, that's a step. But I, I feel like that a lot of people, this anger is building. We have to find ways to channel it. Mm -hmm. yeah. I, I, I would agree with that. And uh, matter of fact, it's part of why I started the initiative that I did yeah. uh, with Defend Our Kids Texas, um, because 
a lot of what I was hearing from people is, I completely agree with you, the complacency is why we are where we're at in the first place. Yeah. But so many people said, well, I didn't know that this was going on until mm -hmm. I saw the video after the fact, so I didn't know. And so I said, okay, I've got to start something where all of the people, they give me your email address, give me your information, and I will blast out when there is something like this taking place so that you then need to participate mm -hmm. by calling, emailing, yeah. going to their social media, leaving the negative review. I, Look, do you think the left hesitates whenever they want to whenever they want to put pressure on the right, whenever they want some sponsor to boycott Tucker Carlson? They don't, they never hesitate, right? So the, the, to me that is bare minimum that people in the community can be doing. Put pressure on them because let me tell you, there was one that was supposed to take place a couple weeks ago that it was some crawfish place that same deal in De Corinth, Texas, mm -hmm. outside of Denton, a place where you wouldn't expect a very small community and they were going to do it and they were going to allow children and this guy got enough pressure put on him that he changed it to 18 and up, which is the, the that's great. Mm -hmm. Who cares what consenting adults do? Not for me. I don't find any kind of joy out of watching men appropriate my gender, but if that's for you, great. Just don't involve children. And so it's, it's these wins that we keep getting that we go like, guys, we need you because public pushback works. There is strength in numbers. And I think that people often lose sight of that. Well, I gotta, I gotta be a counter signal to you. When you talk about these wins, this is the problem. This summer when it went really viral, the don't, it's not gonna lick itself, mm -hmm. drag your kids mm -hmm. to pride event. When that got millions and millions and millions of hits, the left realizes like, oh, well, we kind of need a villain. So now they're even more emboldened to do these. So it's like, yeah, we're winning, but because we're getting attention, shutting them down, more of them are popping up, almost like cockroaches or something. But I would argue that <laughs> they they were already taking place. They were just doing but it right in the dark. A, but Sarah, just I'm saying they're doing this. This the, the amount, though, in Texas, where a kid is at every show is inorganically raised so don't you think don't you think we are in the battleground I yeah mean, of course the tip yeah. of the spear for the country is yeah. texas because mm -hmm. people like sarah spear, are fighting back yes, though tip yeah. of the spear of texas is dfw mm -hmm. they know that yeah. which is why millions of dollars comes in to dfw if you don't realize this you should millions of outside dollars comes in texas to dfw mm -hmm. And school board races, even. Right. Yeah. I mean, yes. they're they're they know this is a strategic location, and so I think for everyone here and everyone outside, what we're talking about affects the entire country. It's happening everywhere, but also this is a strategic location for the entire country. Where is the right-leaning dollars pouring into Texas to keep Texas, Texas, mm -hmm. in places like DFW? I don't even count on that. Yeah. But what I do count on is enough people here and out there in your state, wherever you are, uh, that can band together when you see this happening and say, this is where I draw the line. And for myself and my wife, we really feel like, that, of course, they're doing more of it because they see that you're going after them. Yeah. They're like, oh, hell yeah, we're gonna be in Texas. We're gonna be right in the places you don't want us to be. But that is okay with me as long as we, our side comes together and says, no, no, let's play this game right. yep. because right. I'm not moving again. Right. Like, yeah. I'm staying here and I'm fighting right here, right mm -hmm. now, and we have enough people in these red states to do it. It's, yeah, I, and Sarah, and I, I agree with you're that. Doing a, you're doing the best job doing that, but this is the other thing is how many times you get messages from people like, oh, I'm in South Carolina and they're doing this. I'm in, yeah, I'm yeah. in Indiana yeah. and I, I message them back. They say, oh, you need to tell Sarah. I said, yeah, I can tell Sarah. I can tell me, but you need to go up yeah. and stand up for yourself. <laughs> yes. Me, Sarah, Taylor Hanson, and we yes. can't stand up for you. So people need to start standing up for themselves. Well, you guys are the models. Yes, ex well, and exactly. And we are trying to expand to other mm. to other states, but we can only do that you know, so, mm -hmm. so quickly. It doesn't, it's kind of a long process to get set up. So yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, it doesn't take a Sarah Gonzalez to go and start setting this up with moms in the community, you know, meeting other moms at, at school boards. And I think if, if COVID has taught us anything specifically when it comes to what adults are doing to children, 
um, when it, whether it be mask mandates, vaccine mandates, whatever the case may be. This is look, Matt, you're you are you're completely correct when you say like we are staying here and we are fighting. And if they want to tell on themselves, to your point, Alex, mm -hmm. if the left wants to tell on themselves by just doing this blatantly out in the open arrogantly because that's what they want people to know that they do, let them. Great. Tell on yourself some more because mm -hmm. I promise you the overwhelming majority of adults with or without children agree with me, mm -hmm. not you. And I will bet my life on it. No, I think you're right. Because, I mean, I have so many people that are in the LGBTQ community that reach out to me and say they're totally against yep. the sexualization of children. I think that's like a basic uh, understanding that uh, the majority of the community or the world agrees on. Yeah. Um, and for those of you who are watching uh, the video, you can see this. the rest of this video. We've got uh, the children are... Waving dollar bills because that's not teaching them about, you know, uh, stripper culture or anything like that. Lovely, lovely man in this little leotard. I mean, that's a thong. I mean, that is not. Oh, but so, so <laughs> let me just be clear. The organizer of this event made the statement that these uh, performers were dressed from head to toe. Yeah. That was the statement that he said, dressed from head to toe. Uh, clearly not the case. So, um, yeah, and if there, man, I feel like a woman is playing, of course. I'm sure, I'm sure Shania Twain appreciates the way that they are utilizing her song. And then here's the money being thrown up into the air. And, and then the, the wig children, came off. That is, she, see, she that's ripped, weird he too. He ripped it off, I know. Like they do that on purpose to be like, oh, look, I'm really a man, you know? It's, that was very uh, revealing that's, and that's weird. That's grooming. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, and that's what, you know, it, it's interesting. I was talking to, uh, we pre-taped Chad Prather's show earlier, and I was talking to him about that, about this, you know, Dylan Mulvaney who feminized his, his, face, his yeah. facial features. Mm -hmm. um, and he had this face reveal video where he is dressed up like a flower and the petals are going up and down and you can very clearly see that he still has junk. Mm -hmm. And I was like- Why don't you cut that off? <laughs> that's right? what I'm saying. Right, yeah. right. But Chad made the point like, I feel like, but I feel like that's, he wants to intentionally show you that he still has the package because yes. yes. he's waving it in your face oh, that yeah. he's like, he I don't have to cut it off to mm -hmm. still identify as you. I can still be you and still be me. No, you're and right. Ain't nothing, and no one's gonna do anything about it, he right? Call, he calls it his Barbie pouch, his penis. Really? That's yeah, oh yes, Dylan Mulvaney. Type in Dylan Mulvaney. I don't want Barbie pouch. I'm not gonna do it's, that. No, it's one of the I'm, most disturbing I'm videos. You tell yeah, me. no, no. I mean, <laughs> so that's what that's what Dylan calls his. There's literally junk, a nothing Barbie I want to type in less well, than than Dylan Mulvaney Barbie pouch. Yeah. I mean, this is so. This is the like the end of civilization stuff. I mean, <laughs> this is like Camille Pagula, famous uh, you know lesbian uh, intellectual feminist. She wrote a great book about this called Sexual Personae. Smarties used to read it, and it talks about how you get to the end of civilization, and, and she is a lesbian, and she's like, but you, you start to flaunt these weird aberrations of sexuality. It usually means, you know, game over, it's all yeah. going to go down. Now, I don't think that's necessarily the truth, truth here, but what you do see is you can't parody it in a sense because it's so far beyond. Yep. It's, so, it's so over the top. It's yeah. just perverse. It's aberrant. It's weird. It's intentional. And it goes to the kids. So the question for me is, that's the dividing line. Like the, the line in the sand for most people is, well, wait a minute, I don't want my kids uh, being groomed by these mm -hmm. kinds of people and whatever's going on here. Uh, so to me, it is the issue of the day in a way because it's that line in the sand yep. and the slippery slope, yep. in red states especially. And it's like, if we can't stop that here, we can't stop that in other places and get people riled up, then it is over. Right, you know? yeah, I completely agree. I don't Last know word. if you have this clip though, but did you see the transgender ice skater? 
we're going to... <laughs> we have that later. We've got that Just planned. Be, yeah, I'm saying, so unintentionally, uh. they're giving us some of the best content on the internet. <laughs> oh, just you wait if you haven't seen that. Uh, all right, we got to take a quick break. We want to thank our sponsor, though, first, Patriot Mobile, who I, I, I want to say... Matt hit on it um, a minute ago that who is who's funneling money on the right? Who's funneling money into where we need it? You know, school boards, all of these these causes that we are fighting for. I think Patriot Mobile is like the only one who's yeah. doing it. And they're not, you know, they're not the RNC, right? They're not, they're just a company. They are a wireless provider. They offer the same nationwide coverage, um, best 4G and 5G networks that you can get. It's the same three, the three big mobile carriers. They all, they're all sharing the same towers right now. So it's going to be the same service, but you're going to know that you're supporting a company that aligns with your values and is going to take a portion of your bill and donate it to all of these causes that you are fighting for. Donate it to school boards. They were really, really instrumental, too, in a lot of the Supreme Court uh, victories that we had this last session. So, look, I really would suggest that you try them. They've got a 100% U.S.-based customer service team that will make switching very easy. You can go to patriotmobile.com slash news. Get free activation with the offer code news. That is patriotmobile.com slash news. I want to kind of keep on the same subject here of children uh, in this country um, and, and how we protect them, because I just saw recently the United States Surgeon General Vivek Murthy. He said he believes that social media is doing a disservice to children, something I would agree with him on. Mm -hmm. Right. He says that 13 year olds are far too young to be using social media apps. Here is a, here is what he had to say. Watch. What is the right age for a child to start using social media? I worry that right now, if you look at the, the guidelines from the platforms, that age 13 uh, is when kids are technically allowed to use social media. But there are two concerns I have about that. One is, uh, I personally, based on the data I've seen, believe that 13 is too early. And I think that it's a time, you know, early adolescence, where kids are developing their identity, their sense of self. It's a time where it's really important for us to be thoughtful about what's going into how they think about their own self-worth and their relationships. And the skewed and often distorted environment of social media often does a disservice to many of those children. So he went on to say, you know, if parents can maybe just like band together and say, hey, we're not letting kids use social media until 16, 17, 18, uh, you know, perhaps that would be a much more effective strategy. I just would like to ask the United States Surgeon General why his same office says that children should be able to start puberty blockers as young as eight, says that children should be able to cut off their breasts as, you know, as young as, what, 12, 13 years old. So they're capable of making these decisions. They're capable of consenting to cause irreversible damage to their bodies and to mutilate themselves, but they are not capable of logging on to Facebook. Yeah, because then they'll follow your profile and these kids might realize that if they transition their sex, it might be the wrong decision. So they'll keep them off the Internet and then, you know, let them transition on their own without the Internet. I mean, knowledge. well, and, and the inconsistencies <laughs> here. It's like, why do you think that these that all of these kids are even identifying as trans? Because yeah. they're on the freaking Internet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, this is a good example of uh, the, the mix, the mixed up world in which we live. Um, it is almost shocking to hear that someone say something that's good, actually, right. from the federal government about right. this. Yeah. Uh, it's definitely true. It's you may as well give crack to your teenage girl, you know, mm -hmm. uh, give her like a mound of, of drugs <laughs> or put her on Instagram. And it's sad to say that, but it is really true looking at the data and what's going on. So this is clearly correct. 
but this does not come from a knowledge of the human person or you know shared principles about and values about where we should be. Right. This is a, a random one-off, then that's nice. Right. And then the rest of the time, the feds are looking to trans everybody mm -hmm. and and to stop parents from parenting their children. So. It's just disingenuous, but yeah. but I mean, it, uh, granted, what he said should be part of like we should all be experimenting with how to to keep people off social media and better practices that are realistic too for parents and kids. That's all great, but there's no way in hell that an he double hockey sticks that any of this sexual stuff would have happened without the internet absolutely. and without kids no. being on social media. Yeah. Absolutely, and, well, and it's so addicting. The social media is so addicting. So you're giving, like you said, it's giving a kid a drug. There's yeah. no good about it for kids. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, you could make the mm -hmm. argument that at least, as a, well, I was going to say you could make the <laughs> argument that at least for adults, we're talking about, you know, um, being able to, to see videos that mainstream media is not putting out. They're not putting out the whole story. They're not, you know, they're twisting the, narr the narrative. They're only showing you uh, like uh, Nicholas Sandman, you know, just stuff like that, that you're like, you're not getting the full story from the mainstream media. It's been really valuable there. Everywhere else, it's like... I I, no. Yeah, I, I mean, I, the way I look at this to stay sane, because I'm not sane. Yeah, I'm not sane. None media. of us are. So, right so the way that I look at it is, uh, look, I'm doing this for the sake of what I do, yeah. for to make the world a better place for my kids and, and mm -hmm. my actual job. Mm -hmm. That's the only way I can justify it. Now, I will say, if you, if you start to get your kids there off of that stuff, they might be like, my kids, they don't even want me to take pictures of them. Like, they're like, you know, like native tribesmen back in the day. <laughs> like, that will steal my soul. Like, don't yeah. take a photo of me at all. Uh, and and I think that that's actually really healthy. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I would agree with like that. Like Ted Ron. Kaczynski, the Unabomber, we should be against uh, technology, <laughs> right? No more tech. But it's a necessary evil, sadly, and, and you're right. It's like, yeah. what is a base in reality solution for yeah. children? Probably not to start at least year 17 or 16. I mean, well, minimum. I, but I think like also parents need to remember that that they are empowered to say the word no yes. whenever they want, yeah. right? Yes. Because I, I hear that so often yeah. with, mm -hmm. with parents they are like, well, they're going to see it anyway on online, and it's like, mm. what the hell makes you think that my kid is going to have access to the internet where he mm. can do that? He doesn't have a phone. He mm. doesn't have an iPad. He, you know, I mean, like I realize some of you guys feel well, like you need them, but don't connect them to the internet. But now they have things called VPNs at schools, so they can look up anything. Sarah, these kids are becoming so yeah. so much smarter this day and age. I remember when I was in school, you couldn't look up certain websites. I was kind of computers were new, but now these kids can do all kinds of stuff. So. It's just yeah. kind of a scary and, reality. And the internet, I mean, but you have to look at the internet like, it's like if you looked at it like cable TV, let's get into boomer mindset, like <laughs> you look at it like cable TV, then the way to explain it is then the top 20 stations being watched on cable TV that's open to everyone is a lot of hardcore pornography and all kinds of weirdness. Like that's just one of those popular mm -hmm. things that people watch. So you're, you're giving them a portal into that mm -hmm. and yeah. where people are going to try to trans them, et cetera, et cetera. And I remember this young, smart kid, he's in his early 20s, one of the fellowship programs I was running a few years ago, and he said to me, you know, if a medieval person, right, from back in the day was alive and there was a box that was like in their kid's room that showed them all this stuff and convinced them of all this stuff, they'd be like, that box is a portal to hell and yeah. I'll destroy it. Yeah. And he's like, I think, and he wasn't religious at all. Uh, he's, I think they would be right. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. so true. Um, all right, let's go ahead and do this. I want to get into Tyree Nichols, but I want to make sure that we have enough time for it. So let's go ahead and take a quick break here. And then we, when we return, let's talk about that situation. Uh, want to thank our sponsor first, Eden Pure. So Eden Pure, they have this thunderstorm air purifier. I love when Alex is on my show when I talk about Eden Pure because <laughs> Alex has a billion cats. 
You can only imagine how bad everything that he owns smells. Just think about that. Sarah's my best friend, and she brings me on her show to tell me how much I stink. So Eden Pure, I need you. I need you. Thank you, Eden Pure, for making my life a little less stinky. I, I really, I'm going to buy you some. Yeah. I've, de I've decided I'm going to buy you some. And I'm just joking. I've never actually... I am his best friend, but I've never been to his house. No, no guess allowed. The cats don't allow it. So, <laughs> so, it's a no guess allowed. But they have this technology. It actually, the, the unit sends out these O3 molecules that seek out and destroy odors. So whether it's, you know, litter box, uh, smoking, which you shouldn't be smoking. That's bad for you. Uh, you know, whatever the case may be. Maybe you're cooking things in your kitchen that might be a little bit stinky. Uh, you've got to try Eden Pure. Right now you can save $200 on an Eden Pure Thunderstorm 3-pack for whole home protection. You're going to get three units for under $200 so you can place them wherever you need them. You can go to EdenPureDeals.com, put in discount code Sarah3 to save $200. That is EdenPureDeals.com, discount code Sarah3. So uh, body cam footage and some alternative footage was released late last week on the death of Tyree Nichols over in Memphis. This is a Memphis Police Department released this footage. Uh, you see officers, multiple officers surrounding Tyree Nichols and just really taking turns beating the crap out of him. Um, at one point, this is pretty graphic, really hard to watch. At one point, uh, one of the officers just whips out his baton. And um, whenever you listen on the other body cam footage, you can hear him say, I'm going to baton the F out of you and just starts whipping him. Um, obviously, he sustained many injuries and uh, he later died. And as we are all looking at all of this, which, by the way, uh, these all of these officers have already been indicted by a grand jury on charges ranging from secondary second degree murder, aggravated assault, aggravated kidnapping, official misconduct and official oppression for this death. So. Good on that, right? Um, I, I think we so often hear that um, the, the justice system doesn't work. I, I hope that it does in this situation. So far, it looks like that is, it, it is. Obviously, this should have never happened. Um, a, a, by the way, a sixth, the latest is a sixth cop that was involved in this uh, arrest, in Tyree Nichols' arrest, was relieved of duty. He was placed on administrative leave. That's all we know at this point in time, as of the time of this taping. But I want to get into um, how you solve the problem in policing, because I think as conservatives, we all want to say, like, back the blue, the thin blue line. And I think that that used to be the mantra of many conservatives. But I think especially after COVID, um, more conservatives became more and more disgruntled with the the idea that you have to comply with an officer, even if he's giving you unlawful you know, demands, even if he I mean, we saw officers arrest people for eating in a restaurant for not having a, a vaccine card. Shelley Luther got arrested for keeping her salon open during COVID. That's what I'm arrested That's for what I'm having a salon open. That's what I'm saying. So I, I'm sorry, but I, I have a hard time just blindly agreeing with, well, you should just comply and that won't happen. Well, yeah. OK, great. Uh, yeah, you should comply. Should you also get beat to death if you don't? No, I'm sorry. I don't think that you should. And so we're digging into this story. And now it turns out um, that Memphis Police Department, they couldn't find anyone that they could hire to be police. So they just lowered their requirements. And I want to play uh, one of the local news outlets who did a report on that. This is Fox 13 over in Memphis. Watch. 
black and Hispanic officers use force far less frequently than white male officers. Problem is, like you said, few people of color want to be police officers. So a new look to the police force is going to take a new approach to targeting, acquiring and training cops of color. There are so many factors that contribute to the decline of people going into this particular profession. Um, and all of those things cannot be really answered in. Hiring events, commercials. You consider becoming a Memphis police officer. Flyers. The city of Memphis, like police departments across the country, is pulling out all the stops to try and recruit new officers. So uh, they ended up lowering all of their requirements to the extent that they were sometimes giving previous felons waivers wow. to join the force just because they needed police officers. Um, I want to uh, I want to go. I want to get your take on this first, Matt, because if I know you like I think I do, Alex, you're going to go down a conspiracy the rabbit, rabbit hole. hole. Mm -hmm. And before you do that, <laughs> I I want to say something normal. I, I want to talk it, yeah. to the adult in the room. <laughs> Please. <laughs> well, I'm ready to die. Yeah, right yeah, Don't yeah. worry. Yeah. Uh, love me a good schizo post online. <laughs> so, look, I I, um, I work with sheriffs um, through the Claremont Institute uh, who are dealing with this question of, you know, when do I, as a law enforcement officer, go against the federal government uh, when you got the COVID stuff and all of this going on, given my my constitutional authority. And I've investigated, I used to analyze cities in Southern California uh, for a living, uh, people who wanted contracts and you know, look at the flow of power in these places. And I think that what the right needs to realize, what everyone is conservative needs to realize is, you know, this isn't your granddaddy's city. You're mm -hmm. talking about cities that are thoroughly corrupt. There are a number of corrupt factions that are all fighting each other for power. And in the midst of that, it's like being in a, a second or third world, world country. And the way I'll describe a lot of police forces in that situation is they're like the army in Egypt is historically. I don't know if I'd call them good or bad. <laughs> they're on their own team. They're looking out for their own interests. And a lot of times they can kind of do good, sometimes not. But you're talking about communities that really need to be put into receivership in terms of like someone else should come in and clean things up because these are failed states and these cities exist throughout the country. And that's the kind of leadership that, you know, you know, when you see what happened on that tape, that that only happens if this is already a failed state, this is already a leadership problem, mm -hmm. and the corruption is rampant and rife. And what people need to realize is that's the case with cities throughout this country right now. They're very corrupt, and we need a system where the state government comes in to a place like Memphis and says, we're going to get some competent you know, teams together, and we're going to shine the light on what's going on. We're going to clean house for a while, because I think that's the only way out of this. I, I completely agree with you. I mean, especially when you hear, like, one of these officers uh, he already had a past that was completely overlooked during the hiring process here. He was a corrections yeah. officer um, in Shelby County, and a lawsuit was filed against him in 2016. He was accused of punching an inmate in the face while mm -hmm. another uh, officer yeah. slammed his, him face first into a sink. Yeah. That's not the type of person you want to, oh, but the police chief there, Memphis police chief, uh, also had her own indiscretions. And she actually uh, was previously fired from Atlanta Police Department after allegations of involvement in a sex crimes investigation. That's what I'm saying. It's not about, and it's not about, so I am obviously very pro first responder and law enforcement. Me too. My entire mm -hmm. life. Me too. This is about political leadership at the top that allows this situation to continue. Right. And get worse and worse and worse. And that's why it's systemic corruption. It can only be taken out by dealing with that underlying problem. 
Yeah. Well, as a uh, community liaison for the Dallas Police Department, <laughs> as a graduate of the Citizens Police Academy, which I did graduate, I don't know if you knew that, but uh, you can check my Instagram. My point is, these <laughs> cops, they're recruiting. That's why they have these programs is because they need people because nobody wants to be a cop because yeah. it's a very hard job. And sadly, these cops, you know, it's their job to protect and serve the community. And obviously that gets misconstrued. And a lot of times you see situations like that where these cops are put in a situation where why don't they stop the other cop? You know, it's this weird kind of brotherhood, fraternal thing mm. where they don't want to tell on each other. And then when you look at a lot of the clues in this thing, and remember, this is pure speculation, rumor and innuendo. Uh, you were talking about Maj Ture said that there might be, you know, some sort of love triangle that that might have mm -hmm. been a motivation. Now, I don't know if that's confirmed. I'm just saying when you look at this just surface level, it looked like this was personal. It didn't look like like they were just trying to stop, you know, somebody that was rowdy. And then also there's allegations that they might be part of something called the Vice Lord Gang. So you're like, what? Gangs? Duh. But when you have a world like a bo the border between Texas and Mexico that's being sex trafficked by the cartel, if you don't think gangs exist here in America, they do. So for me, it's just, you know, my tinfoil hat, the conspiracy theorist mm -hmm. in me goes, this is very unnatural. So you as a citizen shouldn't hate cops. We need cops. They're a necessary evil. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, a cop can be corrupted just like a politician can. Yeah, I mean, it is, like, you look at, and again, Alex, you mentioned what Maj Torre said. I know that that's kind of the, one of the... Speculations. Right, yeah. speculations yeah. is that uh, Tyree Nichols was having an affair with one of the officer's wives who beat them. I certainly, again, nothing has been confirmed, but I certainly would believe it by the way, the emotion, the, the just the, 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 the retribution that it, you felt when you watched all of these officers just taking turns beating the ever-loving piss out of him. Yeah, because they were in an unmarked car, so they should be able to give Tyree a little deference, to, you know, that they, I mean, even though he could see their cops in uniforms, but there's just something very unusual about this, and I think Chris Rock had the funny sketch, and everybody's playing about, you know, how to interact with cops, and, and I think the majority of people probably do interact with cops in a normal manner, at least I hope they do, but in this situation, if he might have known the cop and might have been sleeping with his wife, then that's a death sentence for, I mean, I was going to say, he, yeah. I, I, would, I would understand why he ran away if that yeah, was the case. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. This I would be scared this too. Is, yeah. yeah, and this is, yeah. when I when I look at that and how awful it is, I mean, I, I don't even consider it a rabbit hole, right? It's yeah. like, look, look, something went on here. Mm -hmm. Yes. There's, there's probably multiple sides in this, you know, again, corrupt environment that we're walking into. You're walking into, you know, <laughs> L.A. Noor, like mm -hmm. you're, you're walking into this corrupt environment. And in that, there's something going on here that I don't know, but it's not just a random beating or something like that. And, and uh, we got to make this point, too. That just make me so mad, the people on the left that are trying to say that this is based out of racism. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, guys, give me a break. This is not a racist All the attack. officers are yeah. black, and they're still like, well, they may have been black, but that doesn't mean that this isn't rooted in white supremacy. I'm like, come <laughs> on. It just, yeah. it just drives me nuts. I mean, even the people who are motivated to commit acts of violence because they are racist in some way, Right. I mean, it's yeah. like this is be it's beyond the pale with yeah. these people. Yeah. yeah. And yet they they are not stopping with that, by the way. I mean, no. The whole reason that there's corruption in Memphis is because of, uh, you know, Nazis or something. I don't know. Yeah. But this is bled over. Guys, this <laughs> yeah. is bled over to the White House press secretary. KJP yeah. was, you know, basically affirmative action hire. She did. She only, yeah. you know, she didn't mm -hmm. have probably the, uh, you know, uh, whatever, uh, the resume to be at her position. So I think we're seeing yeah, that no. obviously she <laughs> did it. I'm just saying, we don't live in a meritocracy anymore. It's all about yes. affirmative yeah. action. Yeah, absolutely. All right, we got to take a quick break. We'll be back. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Boom. We are yeah. jamming out here. It's because you said it was too loud. I want to talk about a, a Utah doctor 
who is a federal government is going after him big time because he did not bend the knee to this same federal government. So this is Dr. Michael Kirkmore Jr. And uh, he is accused of swapping 1,900 doses of mRNA COVID vaccine for saline. Uh, and he signed off. This was a deal that he made with all of these parents who said, I obviously like we now have to have this vaccine card in order to participate in society. And we don't really want our children to be guinea pigs. And so he arranged with the, the parents uh, to sign the vaccine card. And now he faces five years in prison. He deserves um, the death penalty, Sarah. Dr. Fauci, I'm on my seventh booster, all right? And although I can't hear out of one a year and I have myocarditis, it was worth it if it saves one life. This doctor deserves to go under the jail. I, I want to I bring up what his actual charges are. Conspiracy to defraud the United States. What? Conspiracy uh, to convert, sell, convey, and dispose of government property. What? Because the government bought the, bought the vaccines. But conspiracy charges. Conspiracy, yes. Wow. Conspiracy Conspiracy uh, and disposal of government property and aiding and abetting. And uh, of course, so what he did was he he didn't sell the vaccine cards. Mm -hmm. He encouraged he told the parents donate this to a charity. Mm -hmm. Right. So they, they he, there wasn't he wasn't getting rich off of it. He wasn't profiting off of it. He was trying to save lives. He was literally <laughs> trying to save lives. Yeah. And do what um, the parent wants exactly rather right, than yeah. the government forcing them and i just find it so fascinating that you know the government they, they're so high and mighty the federal government the conspiracy to defraud the united states conspiracy to d d dispose of government property like you guys really think you are way more important than you should be i'm gonna tell you something right now you know how many people were probably doing this in big blue coastal cities that <laughs> yeah, won't be charged yeah. with this. Mm -hmm. You know how many people in uh, the Northeast and in LA and San Francisco and the Bay LA. Area were doing the same damn thing because they didn't want it? A lot of mm -hmm. people were doing that. And so this guy is from Utah, so they're gonna come after him and make a very big deal. And I look at this like, didn't we have, we used to give medals for uh, like freedom, I think it's called. <laughs> yeah. 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 Give people medals for helping people be free, I believe. Huh. Yes, I he deserves it. Do we know what that word means still <laughs> at this time? No, we do not. <laughs> well, wasn't there a nurse so. that gave 2,000 doses of saline that I think got off, that they actually ended up not getting in trouble? So listen, this person's a hero. If you want to take the vaccine, go ahead, but it should not be mandated. I mean, these same people that you don't need an ID to vote, but they wanted you to have a vaccine passport to literally buy a hot dog at 7-Eleven. So, I mean, I'm, I'm happy that there's a doctor that was willing to stick his neck out there, but sadly, doctors have no control anymore. If a doctor prescribed you ivermectin and you went and brought it to CVS, CVS said, oh, we're not going to fill it. Mm -hmm. So it's like these doctors are really fighting against the medical industrial complex where they don't have, it's not like the TV show Dr. House where they can like try to give you some, you know, cool cure mm -hmm. to your thing. No, they're just, whatever the government says, they have to follow that. Even if it's going to kill you, even if it's going to cause you pain, the doctor still has to follow that procedure. Um, I want to switch gears here and talk about it when we're discussing the, the COVID vaccine. I want to talk about uh, the latest with Pfizer and the project. Veritas video because of course we covered this on the program as it was unfolding last week with the popcorn included because <laughs> man that was a wild ride. Uh, well Pfizer at the end of last week we were like they're just completely silent about this. Are they going to say anything? They finally released a statement uh, after this Project Veritas video which for those of you who are sleeping under a rock or living under a rock, I should say, um, the, the gentleman who was like very high level, a director of mRNA, you know, R&D, research, research and development, 
said that they were engaging in gain of function, but that's old and busted. Gain of function is old and busted. The new hotness now is directed evolution, which is what he called it, but it <laughs> means pretty much the same thing. And uh, Pfizer has said they, they deny conducting gain of function or directed evolution research, but they did also say in the same statement that um, they work with collaborators to conduct research on the virus. And uh, in this research, scientists uh, express the spike protein from new variants of concern and uh, that they are able to routinely assess the activity of an antiviral by conducting computer simulations or mutations of the main protease. So that like, I'm not a scientist, not a doctor, feels like they're still admitting that they are mutating and uh, doing stuff that probably we don't want them to do, all so that they can make sure that their um, vaccine works, I don't know, for the next one that comes around. Well, That's just me being a conspiracy theorist. I'm just worried about the biolabs in Wuhan, the biolabs in the Ukraine. Now i got to worry about the biolabs in freaking Baltimore for <laughs> Pfizer, too? How many biolabs do I have to worry about this day and age? Okay, well, okay. one of the best parts about this is... Is this phrase you latched onto directed, directed evolution. evolution? Not gain of function. That's bad yeah, and stupid. Yeah, no yeah, one does yeah. gain of function. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> it's directed evolution. Yeah. To me, like that sounds in a world one company directed evolution. I mean, yes. this is like Jurassic Park. It's like exactly the bad right. Guy in there. It really yeah, is. Directed yeah. evolution sounds terrible to me. Like, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, that'll work out just great. Because who do I want to evolve human life? Is Pfizer? No right. Doubt. Right. That's exactly. That's who I trust. Yeah. I, Never um, mind people who can't keep their mouth shut on a whatever they are. Tinder date. dates, these people are all happy. I think that one was grinder. I'm going to be honest. I well, think that one was I to say, <laughs> Fair enough. But, but I have to make this point, too, because you know, I'm sure all of us here will, will agree, but these people literally think that we evolved from pond scum, right? You know, they think that everything came from nothing. So for them to use the words like evolution, they love that because it's them playing God. And mm. I think that's what these scientists want to do is they want to get rid of God and make science their religion. Yeah, they want to be God, I'm yeah. sure. Um, I, and I do, I did mention earlier, I am not a doctor or a scientist, no. uh, but I would like to at least throw in this tweet from Dr. Robert Malone, who has really been at the forefront of uh, treating COVID. He said about this statement, Pfizer lawyers did not throw their director of R&D uh, operations and scientific planning under the bus. There is no denial of what he said, no denial that he is Pfizer staff. Yep. Swapping new spike sequences into original Wuhan one is technically gain of function research. So you don't have to take my dumb word for it. You can just listen to the expert himself. Um, so Pfizer, but I mean, again, the, the clown world that we're living in, that's what they do, right? They, they release a press statement that says, we did not do X thing, but we are doing this. And they make it so that it's some sort of scientific term that the average person won't understand. So it's fine. Well, I don't know if you saw this, like Sam Cedar, who's one of the worst leftist pundits, but he was talking about how even he, even the left during Occupy, they would all agree that basically the pharmaceutical industrial complex, all of these companies are bad, but now they're still trying to defend them when we have it out in the open. I mean, how much more information do these people need? And no amount of information will convince an idiot, I guess. Amen. I, think, right. I mean, I think you're, you're absolutely right, though, to point out that the arrogance here comes from a complete theological vision of the world, which yeah. for them is we are gods mm -hmm. and we can do whatever we want. And it's not that you can't have science and direct and, and evolve nature. We do that with plants and animals all the time. Yeah. We should be thinking pro-science in that sense, but with the humility that would come from a theological vision in Christianity or whatever it is for people, mm -hmm. you gotta have, if you don't have that, I don't trust you at all. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you don't think there's a God and you can do whatever you want with this stuff, you will be arrogant and you will destroy things. Yep. And if you're gonna do that, don't sit there and lie to me and the American people and all of us about it. Yeah, amen. All right, we gotta take a break, we'll be back.
May I present to you the first gender-neutral woman figure skater, trans woman from Finland who clearly has never put on a pair of skates before in his life. Uh, this is in Finland, so obviously, unless you, you probably can't understand what they're saying. Look at this 59-year-old aspiring skater who was previously a farmer. And uh, after watching this, I don't know, I might suggest that this lovely feminine creature might want to go back to farming. Look at those legs uh, shaking over there. Oh, 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 and he's down. And he's going to get back up. Nope. Nope. Can't get up. Nope. Not doing it. And everyone's skating around him like everything's fine. And somehow this woman thinks it's a good idea to hand him a flag when he already can't skate. <laughs> why, why would that be a good idea? <laughs> that made my weekend. But Sarah, the, listen, the conspiracy theorists in me, they did this on purpose because now all the people on the left are saying, I thought trans people were better than women at certain sports. You know, they found the well, one clearly sport. clearly not this I one. Know, they found the one sport where a trans person <laughs> sucks worse than the biological females. How many times has that guy skated before in his life? You don't understand. We're all supposed to take part in his fantasy yeah. of being a wonderful ballerina, skater, whatever, we in his head. You. And we're all supposed to watch that. So and please clap. Please clap. Please, please clap. Please. Oh, Matt, thank you for being here. Oh, thank you, Bad. Alex, Always. you as well. We'll pleasure. see you guys tomorrow, I hope, with the snow. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.